I think we're recording something now. Should be, right? Yeah, well, you gotta share with me. But I'll bring you in. See, and this is the one that kind of, you can talk into the side. So, so you might wanna, if you reposition. Sorry about that, we only had these many, this many good ones. Live from Broadway Comedy Club comes the show that gives you a reason to live. Morgan Freeman's granddaughter stabbed to death an exorcism gone terribly wrong. We'll be talking about that next week. Uh, actually, on the, on the very next show. Uh, but first, I want to talk about a, a 2.40 on a Brooklyn 3, 11.40 a.m., 28-year-old woman uh, witnessed... A, actually, it was a 2.88 on the masturbation car of the beat-off express. Uh, the alleged confessed three-train masturbator, 40 years old, allegedly masturbating on the three-train as he allegedly admitted to police, according to police. Uh, now the, uh, allegedly, he allegedly assaulted the victim, which he also denies, not in question the suspect, uh, three-train back car masturbator, in quotes, was physically assaulted by three-train hero, in quotes, and 261 preventer, Maurice Osborne, pictured smiling with a bandage on his knuckles. He was riding in the next to last car when he spied the Fufara and bolted in to save the day. Now, uh, we uh, read this story. Uh, what, uh, yeah, first of all, let me introduce the panel here. Uh, uh, news for Mandy Statmiller. Hi. Uh, and Nate Fritzen, the senior Jew correspondent. Hello, hello. Uh, also, uh, Chris Laker. Hello. Uh, so, uh, Chris, uh, what was your first impression on the story? Well, you know, they say they took him... They actually took him to the police precinct, so they couldn't even get in Park Slope. You think the cops would show up to the train? Yeah. But yeah. this uh, this good Samaritan, they didn't. They left out the fact he was actually raping somebody on his train. Yeah. <laughs> Heard all this commotion. Said, what is all this uh-huh. racket? That broke up the other rape. Right. So he's a hero in a sense, too. The first he guy. stopped raping the one woman, so he prevented that rape. That's and then <laughs> prevented the other one of the, of the two, last car. Two rapes were stopped that day. Uh, you know, and then he did drag him down to the, to the precinct. Uh, and, and it was yeah, Park Slope. I, I don't know what part of Brooklyn all that well. Do you? Oh, it's very nice. It's, it's very, very expen- nice. It's very, very expensive. A lot of families. It's where de Blasio used to live. It's where all the lesbians live. Yeah, I live there with two lesbians and their twin babies. And There's only babies. two of them. That's all of them? Yeah. Okay, that's, I had no idea. Uh, that's enough. You, <laughs> <I was saying? laughs> well, it's a three-train rape, Nate. I, I couldn't believe this happened at 11.40 a.m. 11.40 a.m. on the train. We have to get people longer lunch breaks. This can't, this, this guy is, has to do this on a commute, and it's, it's just, it's, it's too much. We can't have this. Yeah, that guy, uh, there's, there's a lot more raping going on than we really are aware of, and, and a lot of it happens uh, a lot earlier than, than we would think, you know. Uh, I guess it's always broad daylight on the train, though. It's even more, yeah, even more, it's like fluorescent lighting. It's worse than broad daylight. It's, it's unflattering light. How does anybody get any raping done on the train? It's so busy. There's always people getting in and out, you know. I mean, it seems like you'd want to take somebody someplace secluded, doesn't it, News Horror? doesn't because um the train sets the mood and it's kind of like because of the time it's kind of like a it's like a brunch rape which is <laughs> going to be a new york times trend piece mm-hmm. pretty it's, soon it's bottomless brapes it never ends brapes <laughs> yeah hashtag brape <laughs> So, yeah. Comes with a slice of fruit and a mimosa. Unlimited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, the victim's okay. 
and uh, the even even the uh, the uh, what do you call it the suspect had a trip to the hospital and he's going to be okay too. Well, good. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's going to be fine. Maybe my favorite uh, response to uh, being caught raping someone in broad daylight was, uh, "I didn't do anything." Yeah, that's what he, he said. His official statement: "I didn't." Like I was, I would give him the benefit of the doubt until I didn't do. It. You got to have a better excuse ready. Well, he's for said, well, explanation. You, you, you weren't masturbating. He's like, Oh, no, I was masturbating. <laughs> I think that was his original intention, is that he's probably just a jacker. He's a subway jacker, mm-hmm. and then he, he's like, oh, I think I'm going to try to move up. Mm-hmm. And then it he, just, wasn't, he didn't it, have it in him. It really it, it didn't it, have what it takes. It escalated quickly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> life comes at you pretty fast. Subway <laughs> masturbating is a gateway drug to it, it attempted all the great rapists start rape. out, <laughs> start well, yeah. out. Well, but definitely, but public to public masturbation is a gateway uh, sex act, I would say. Oh yeah, public. That's what I meant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> regular regular masturbating. We're gonna go ahead and allow that. No. Well, I think all rapists are also masturbators. I think Not you could all say. Categorically, statistically speaking, yeah, they are all they're all masturbators. That's you could you it's it's I guess it's true. You can say anything with statistics, right? Yeah. Well, imagine if if there was the if they just didn't realize they could masturbate. Why don't they just have a train um, just for masturbators? That would solve a lot of problems and make for a really fun train ride if you're like into public masturbation. That, you know what? That's an idea. You need a gal to get on that that car, though. You know. We have the a volunteer. inventor of brunch rape is available. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy a brunch rape uh, like uh, hoodie from me, I'll go in. I'll go on the fucking train. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds exciting, actually. Uh, it could be a whole new thing. You know, they have those cars where people dance. You know, the, the those. Have you seen those things? No. Show, Sounds show horrific. Time? You mean? The, no, no, not the Showtime guys. <laughs> rape, no. time. <laughs> rape, rape time. Rape <laughs> time. <laughs> Yes. Oh, you get the whole, you get the guy, the kids selling the Welch's fruit snacks. You have every business going on. <laughs> yeah. All, all there is for New York City. Hey, I'm not listen. Uh, I'm trying to support my basketball team, and I'm gonna need you to breathe into this rag uh-huh. real quick. And I'm gonna need you to. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I wasn't talking about those guys. There's a business <laughs> where they have uh, these party guys, and they go like, oh, we have this big party, and they go around, they're dancing on the train, they're all singing, and they have headphones on, so they hear the music, but nobody else does. Is this, is this just a nightmare you had, or this really exists? No, this, is, this is a nightmare <laughs> that really exists, yeah. This is a thing that, that actually happens. I, well, we'll look it up. Uh, well, anyway, everybody's all right. That's the main thing. A 44-year-old was forced at knife, po- at knife point to buy sandwiches in Crown Heights. This guy means business, you know. You can't beg for $12. You got a armed robbery for some sandwiches. Look, and, and I understand the guy, why he didn't do anything. I mean, the guy's trying to get you to buy sandwiches at knife point. This is no time to be a hero, right? <laughs> uh, move the mic around, get all the laughs. <laughs> Best we, joke. Well, the worst part is that they didn't say what kind of sandwiches they are. Did I miss that? Well, no. they, they went to Drives the Associated. Crazy. Crown Heights is gentrifying. You're on Franklin Ave, go up to Bob and Betty's, a very nice old natural food place. Get a, get yourself some, some some whole grain, some artisanal bread. Avocado yeah. Toast. Mm-hmm. Avocado toast. Oh, this is very great. hot right now for brunch rapes. Yeah, so. yeah. This sounds good. No, I would I would definitely uh, pull a knife on someone to get one my hands on one of those. Absolutely. The, oh, the associated totally market, though. And he's not, not being paid yeah. to say that either. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think that it's reasonable that it's only two sandwiches. Well, no, he had to clear out his ATM. 
That's the thing. They point out how old he was. He's like he's forties, and they took all of his money. $137. Come on, man. What you got to say that pun? Just say all his money. Yeah, just say all his money. I'm going to assume it's a lot of money. Yeah. Dude, that $137 is, if that's all you have, that is more than, that's a million dollars. Oh. into the ATM to get the $137 as it passed his three-inch cock. No, we had to include that in the story. It was relevant. Right, he has also a small penis. Which comedian was this? <laughs> 40, let's see, $44, I don't think they're here. Uh, no, no. Downstairs. If this is what this guy did for a couple of sandwiches, what would he have done for a couple of manwiches? Huh? Yeah, yeah, seriously. A sandwich is a sandwich. Yeah. You know? Just one manwich would have been enough. Or he could have been on a Tinder date. He could Not have told the Tinder date that he's like a homeless mm-hmm. sandwich robber, crazy person. I have, I have been on worse Tinder dates. You so that, uh, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds convincing. Have you ever had a woman um, rob someone at knife point and ask for sandwiches? Um, like emotionally. But, um, <laughs> then you do know what love is. <laughs> sandwich time. Uh, yeah, the guy had a knife, took him into the grocery store, and they took him to the ATM. They dumped out all the contents of the ATM, $137 a guy. That really puts the, in perspective the sandwich robbery right there. Paying for a couple of sandwiches matters at that point, doesn't it? That's like 10% of your whole uh, net worth. I mean, yeah, that, that was that guy's food for the next couple of days, those sandwiches. A burglar broke into a Lower East Side liquor store but couldn't find a way to break out again. 28-year-old Jamal James ducked under the electronic security gate of Loon Chun Liquor Store at closing time around 11.45. Lured by the promise of easy cash and free booze, failing to realize moments later he'd be trapped. Unaware he was locked in. He proceeded robbing his plan, stuffing his pockets with $2,100 in cash and $18.20 worth of booze. But the surveillance footage shows him studying the entrance for a few minutes, his dilemma slowly dawning on him, and then he puts the money and alcohol back on the counter, folds a 20, which he slips in his sock, tries again to leave, still no luck. Officers arrive, they arrest James and charge him with burglary. Well, it's kind of like a roach motel for humans, ain't it? I mean, all you could do is just drink until the cops show. Exactly. Yeah. This was the most. This is the most disappointing part of the story. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't do he it. He didn't. He didn't drink. No. He did. Like, if your crime is, I think, like, is, this crime is essentially what a dog would have done. Was yeah. Confront your demons. I don't know the steps. I to break know. into the oh, break okay. into a liquor store is the is the thirteenth step. Fourth step. So few people finish all the steps. That's really it's true. You know, everyone just rushes to go apologize to everybody. Go knock over a liquor store. You, you know? have to donate, Put and then you, a father of two in danger. You, you know? go up. You go up to a new uh, a new dimension, a new round, whatever it is. It's like Scientology, except uh, for. Well, I guess when uh, Loon Chung was building his. Uh, liquor store and they said no fu- no fire exit are you crazy uh-huh. i'd rather burn <laughs> to see that man get out uh, i know what's gonna happen stay off the blogs <laughs> <laughs> hey how about this you know they they set this up for more criminals, right? Like like a, a roach motel for people. You demonstrate a level of intent by getting in, and then the building locks them inside. Like you hate child molesters. Everybody hates child molesters, I think, pretty much, right? Most people. Yeah. I would say the vast majority of the of the country. They're the cockroaches of society. But uh, you, all you have to do is attract them into the child molester motel, right? And then and then once that you know, and you could do a lot of it with a sign. Just you know, this way to rape babies. 
<laughs> you know, and you'd catch a few that way, you know. And then, uh, I, but then, you know, there's somebody in there. Can I help you, sir? I'm here about the babies. What about the babies? What well, science? I don't see a lot of babies uh, in here. I could rape uh, them or something? I mean, I'm just. You, you catch, you keep them in the back. Or? It's similar to to catch a predator, but way predator, but way more public, with less uh, lemonade. And it's also less smug than that, you know. Oh, yeah, I hate that fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. I root for the predators. I don't know. Well, they all get away because that's completely I mean, like, illegal. <laughs> you got to throw a real baby in there. <laughs> you can't have a fake baby because that you're it's entrapment. You throw a real baby in there, you get. He's got a chance to just, actually win. Just get, get gets a hand just inside the diaper. Gotcha. <laughs> It's got to at least do that. Huh? Yeah. There have to be some real babies. It has to be like a real... Because you know how cockroaches, you know how they find food? No. It, they sense a smell and by its sense of taste. Okay. And so people find that shit, uh, mates, food, and stuff like that by advertising, right? Mm-hmm. So you'd have to promote these things. And, and they'd have to follow the rules. There'd have to be some supposed, you know, competition or whatever, you know? So you'd have to prove that your baby raping location, better than the others in some way, you know, right. better deals, lower prices. Everybody loves a deal. Couldn't Don't be trust free. the competitors. Because, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Why go anywhere else? Come rape baby. Your you, one-stop shop. Yeah, we have babies. Wider variety. Every baby in stock. Largest stock of rapeable babies in the tri-state region. <laughs> you, you can't beat our prices. <laughs> and you can't beat our babies. You can rape them, but you can't beat them. That reminds me of my idea about um, Tinder for rapists. What's that? I don't know. It's it's, it's a Tinder for rapists. That's all I have. So you that's have a good a, start. So you so you so I, rapists I, I think like this could this could hit. This so could if you're a, so you're a victim and you're swiping various rapists oh, as a victim no, to decide. Thinking like you match the babies with the rapists. Just just and babies just blindly sort of like. Well, yeah, because every every time. Because they're police it, babies. Because every time a woman swipes no, it means yes. Wow. That's what would happen. Tinder for rapists. Tinder for rapists. That is what would happen. Everything you do is yes. <laughs> she wouldn't have, if she would, she would have swipe Tinder left. if she wasn't asking for it. I mean, swipe come on. left, swipe right. The <laughs> answer is yes. He's already on his way. Tinder for rapists and brunch rape, both of these would be orchestrated by the police to catch bad guys. True. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for clearing it up. Yeah, I wasn't pro-rape. I want on record. It's a bad business model. You think word's going to get out? For the the police, yeah. (laughs) Have the police involved. (laughs) (laughs) They're not showing up then, you know. But that's the thing. You have to convince them, you know. I mean, you'd have to get more sophisticated over time. They're like, no, this one's for real. This is this one's. We I know no, you've been burned no before, <laughs> but <laughs> this is. You know some of those other baby raping allegations, they're affiliated with law enforcement, not us. <laughs> a weird robbery at a furniture store in Queens. The suspect, uh, alleged hothead, couchless in an exhausting world. A customer with whom it's impossible not to empathize as he runs smack into the stonewalling tactics of a shithead furniture salesman. There's no greater enemy of society than an asshole furniture salesman. Kind of guy that'll hit on your girlfriend right in front of you with his olive oil voice and his guinea charm. And let me be even <laughs> more frank. Now you got to deal with that. Well, I got a big dick. I'm not going to take it anymore. 
The suspect entered the American Design Furniture Store on Steinway just before 6 p.m. Mad about an undelivered sofa. Who hasn't been angry about an undelivered sofa? I mean, dozens, dozens of occasions I've been pissed off about that. The sofa didn't get there, right? You, you were expecting a sofa. You wait and you, you wait. You had sofa plans. And, and well, Yeah, like a nap. Yeah. Right. A movie, you know, <laughs> a date, some popcorn. Uh, he's rightfully angry. Uh, he wanted a refund. And then the 24-year-old employee, 24 need I say more, refused. So the customer pulled the knife and, uh, and he held it against him, it says in all versions of the story, he held it against him. Now, I don't know what that means. Usually they would say chest, neck, throat, you know. Knife play? I don't know what this is. Why, why is it against him, I wonder? It means the balls? Is I that New York Post speak for the balls? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think what else could it mean? You know, I mean, if it was, if it was against, that's the only part of the body that they would gloss over, I think. The post? Well, all of them. They all said that. They all said it like held held it against him. They just didn't get the details from the police. Shitty reporter. But every version of the story says that. That's the. I know the police didn't release it. That's the real information officer. One of, for whatever reason. This is this is where you come in handy. What do you mean, the public information officer? So there's a public information officer for all the police departments, and they're the ones who you get your information from. Like they hold a press conference and they release all the details to the reporters, and so they decide how much they're going to disclose. And if one reporter gets more than the other, it's because they did some, you know, like hitting hitting the pavement and door knocking and whatever you know they use a little uh, shoe leather talking yeah, yeah 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 finding you know taking pictures of the ball sack area seeing if there's like a knife indentation maybe like a simulation there. with a knife and yeah. someone else's or balls. they or they could just ask the guy maybe you know and see oh, if he yeah, yeah, before they go right to pictures of the scrotum right. um but yeah well it says here the manager of the furniture store did not did not immediately return a message for comment, which means they didn't deliver that sofa. They, <laughs> <did not. laughs> they know it. That neighborhood in the story, I used to live right around the block from this place. There's like 50 furniture stores. They're all running a scam. There's no way that they could take up that much real estate uh-huh. and deliver. Yeah, you I don't know, think there ever was a sofa. I, I, yeah. I, I think you're right about that because the guy then proceeded to rob the guy. He took $1,500 out of his pocket because the guy gave him the 500 for the sofa right away. Then he took 1500 out of his pocket. I think this is a drug robbery, and they're trying to cover it up. Because if they know that he was supposed to deliver a couch, right, then they would know the guy's name and address. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody doesn't knows, add up. No, nobody knows who this guy is. Oh. Knife against him. He that, was wearing a pink shirt, and he has freckles. We that's know that. all they know. He's a freckled guy with freckled a pink shirt. Freckled man in a pink shirt. Oh, pink that. freckles. Bad choice. Bad. I've seen pink good, freckles not a good around. Match. Yeah, no. think about all the furniture stores. Think about it. You know who's running a big drug scam? Sleepies. I've never seen a person shopping in a Sleepies yet. Oh, as, there's a hundred of them. They're huge. There's a lonely guy sitting at a desk at the far end, uh, a clip-on tie. Mm. And... Uh, you know how much how much money it costs to have that kind of real estate in Manhattan? Right on the corner, right in, in Manhattan. Yeah, it's it's got to be it's got to be eight hundred a month, minimum. <laughs> <laughs> you know why they you know why they call it Sleepies? Heroin. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a good angle. If I'm it was coke, in, they they call it Wide Awakes. <laughs> <laughs> and you never sell any beds. Wide Awakes. <laughs> <Wide awakies. laughs> Editor to Sleepy's called White Awakies. <laughs> Sleepy's, they do have a lot of um, shit against them. Human them trafficking? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be my guess. I mean, it seems. No, like they'll, that they'll 
sell like used mattresses and shit. Mm. There's been some issues. Allegations. Just get like, I mean, this isn't, you know, um, a firm allegation, but I get kind of a creeped out vibe. Is it? Oh, well. Is Say it, no is more. it the jingle? What is it? What bothers you? She just told you she runs a competing store. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not. You, if there's any, can't, can't, you got to take that with a grain of salt, you know. Uh, we had a, 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 almost a, a kidnapping here. Two women, one man suspected of trying to steal a baby out of its mother's arms, a mother of a newborn in her room at Lutheran Hospital. The suspect strolled in, asked if they could hold the baby and take a photo with it. Well, that's normal. Sure. That's the way. You, that's the way you'd steal a baby if your names were were Jack, Janet, and Chrissy. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, she refused to hand over the kid. The three fled. What's up with this? Why would they want to steal a baby? Well, I, I don't. I mean, if you do have to steal a baby, you do want to get it like fresh. So I yeah. do get. I do understand that. You that's don't. Like, that's like picking it off the vine. Exactly. You know, that's like you want as much time. You got to start early on indoctrinating that baby into whatever weird uh, cult this is where you just go, where you just, the baby bandits, what is this? Just going hospital to hospital and just pick it out of the, pick it out of the room where they're all sleeping, you know? Yeah, the incubator thing or whatever. That's the hardest way to do it. Does she owe them money? Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? If anybody knows about stealing babies. Well, you know, because there's all these unwanted children, but who wants an unwanted child? You want a wanted child, right? That's true. Or these leftover babies. That baby's. Uh, that is know. a wanted child. That's right yeah, out of its that's mother's what you arms. Want. This yeah, is probably the exactly. most wanted child. Four people wanted this child. Yeah. <laughs> Why you want to date a chick who doesn't want to fuck you? You know what I mean? It's the same exactly. thing. Exactly. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. You always want the baby you can't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. It's true. The baby's following the rules. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. The baby's following the rules. The I mean, ba- rules for babies. Don't accept a date after Wednesday. Don't tell your therapist about the rules. Do you want me to recite them all? Because I will. She knows the rules. Did, we, did they neg this baby? What happened? Or at least the mother? Well, they did. I think it was I think it was an improv bit gone wrong. Yeah. Just like way too much commitment. We, you can just call that an improv bit. <laughs> they just kept yes anding. Next thing you know, they're, <laughs> they're kidnapping a child. Well, that's how you get out of it. You try, you get, you make, and then the cops show up. Like, oh, it's an improv. <laughs> and Imp- scene. Improv everywhere. <laughs> Come on, everybody loves this. Oh, not another one of these. Freeze. <laughs> We're doing it with our pants off next week. It's gonna be extreme. And the cops like, I've been thinking about getting into stand up. <laughs> <laughs> My, really quickly, uh, a friend of mine who's a comedy writer. He saw. All right, that was great. <laughs> He's he saw his um, therapist on um, like a stand-up competition. I thought that was really depressing. Yeah, yeah that bums me out. Yeah, I know. No, I hate it for him. You know. Oh, is it that guy? Is it that therapist that all that every comedian swears by? And nobody Christ, gets no. better from. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, that guy, that guy sucks. Take it easy. Take it I easy. I've heard that that guy's pretty good. I've heard that guy is okay. Is he here? You talking about Lefkowitz? He, no. I don't, I don't know, know his name. Know. Oh, okay. The guy who Lefkowitz. sees all the comics, right? No, you, did you guy. see a different guy? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I see a guy who sees a lot of comics. I'm not going to him on this uh, <laughs> national I don't know. 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 I don't know who he is. Does your therapist listen to your podcast? I don't think so. God, I hope not. God, if he does, then I'd be really surprised. He's never said he likes it. You certainly never so. emailed in. My, my therapist Googled my blog, and I could tell. And um, it was because I had written that I, I guess, wanted to fuck my therapist. It was a long time ago. 
the name of the blog was I want to fuck my therapist. <laughs> well, he has a Google search on for his, uh, for, for who wants to fuck me this week? I'm going through a divorce. Yeah, well, then it's understandable. You want to fuck everybody. In violent Brooklyn, two assailants assaulted and robbed a 67-year-old woman in Crown Heights. The miscreants palms up, begging for money. She looked into her purse, started the dig. One of them punched her in the face. After a brief tug of war, they ripped her purse out of her hands and fled. Responding cops arrived quickly. Both suspects were arrested. Both were charged with robbery. Both were 10 years old. 10. One of them put up a fight and charged with resisting arrest. He's lucky to be alive. They put him in a chokehold, but I guess he squirmed out. You know, in her defense, uh, you know, one was standing on the other's shoulders in a trench coat. So, I mean, that's like, you know, it's, she thought it was a really tall 20-year-old. It's not, you know, it's fair. You know, uh, but I mean, like, you start crying early. I mean, you st I started smoking cigarettes. I was like 12. Uh, that's different from robbing somebody, but you need the money, you know. Uh, I mean, like, uh, I mean, I stole, I shoplifted. You shoplifted. stole. That's, that's totally different. Yeah, I shoplifted, too. I shop what did yeah. you shoplift? I shoplifted things from, like, a comic book store, like comic books. Dirty magazines, okay. you know, you shoplift those. That's the difference in you and me. And then, um, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, it's embarrassing, actually, you know, that I'm grabbing, like, a Cerebus the Aardvark and putting it down my pants, you know, when you're, uh, you're into the pants. <laughs> <laughs> Funny though, if it was if it was that combined with like um, shaved Asians or something. You know, it was it was expensive though. Cost it was it was a, an expensive comic book. So I, it was it was. <laughs> I said. Jesus. I'm taking all this out. That's for sure. <laughs> But you, uh, you, 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 you stole like uh, dirty books and uh, one. I'd steal a T-shirt like, every now and then. Yeah, like bullshit. These little things. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you need a candy bar. What, what did you ever steal? Yeah, I stole when I was five, and then my mom made me go back to the pizza place and give back the little candy. I think it was a free candy in one of those candy trays. Well, you stole a free candy, and your mom humiliated you. She humiliated. Now I see why you turned out like this. That's ridiculous. You have a, you have a, <laughs> exactly, perfect. Uh, well, but I, I mean, think a 10-year-old against a 67-year-old, that's an even fight. 67-year-old <laughs> woman? 67-year-old yeah, woman. Yeah, 67-year-old. 67-year-old man has, you know, My mom can take out a 10-year-old. Yeah, a 67-year-old man's coming up on old man strength, and you don't want, you know, you don't want that <laughs> mm -hmm. matching up with a 10-year-old. I think it's. Um, kind of sad to think that ten-year-olds are doing this. I don't have a joke. No, no. you sad don't see to these two as like uh, as like prodigies who are just like ahead of their time and just have nowhere to share their you know gift what? with the it world. Just, it makes me think of the movie Brazil or some kind of dystopic. It makes me think that we're fucked and like in mm -hmm. a year we're all gonna be. You know, if these kids' rap label would take off, everything would be okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they, these yeah. kids are. <laughs> Scholarships for rap to prevent. Yeah, they're trying to get somewhere in life, you know. I mean, these kids are working hard. Uh, what do you What do you uh, do when the kids are bastards? Well, in Far Rockaway, uh, there's a court run by teens, and the youth it's youth court. They they take turns acting as prosecution, defense, and judge. Right. Mm. So who? Jesus Christ, who's who's the bailiff there? You know, it's the fucking uh, buckwheat. <laughs> <laughs> 
He would. Ti- he, would he, child he, reference. he would. He would. He would definitely play the uh, the bailiff in that spanky? situation. Not spanky. You know, Spanky's the judge. Hey, so I saw too. Yeah. Alfalfa's the defense, mm-hmm. and Darla's the prosecution. Darla Hood. Now, um, but this is this is all nerds. <laughs> Nobody likes these kids. Who's ever is a you, the kid court is for real nerds. That is for that is those are the, these are the kids who are really getting the shit beat out of them every day. I mean, this like yeah, yeah who wants to who would want to be a judge on this? Oh, I don't know. I think you, I would. you yeah. would really. Yeah, I have a diary entry from when I was thirteen talking about how someone made fun of me for we were having a mock court, mm-hmm. and one of the mean girls um, said that I was acting babyish because I didn't get to play the judge or the lawyer or whoever. Did you start banging the gavel down and screaming? Well, yeah, but I mean, it was like in a mature way, so. Right. I a very take, dignified way. Why don't you just let kids take over Far Rockaway? Just leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> See how it works out. I think you have a subway car filled with kids. You have a subway car filled with masturbators. Yeah. And uh, these, should, these, like the warriors. Be on, these should be different train lines that maybe don't connect, I would say, is the best best case scenario for this. Yeah, the one train is for the masturbators. One train is absolutely for the masturbators. And, uh, and the express for the kids, right? It's express for the kids, right. Yeah. Sure. In a dramatic Shaolin shootout, the East Coast head of the Bloods, 38-year-old Garland Tyree, went down in a hail of bullets in a Scarface-style climax to a six-hour standoff at 15 Destiny Court in the Forgotten Borough. Tyree, who's known as SI, shot and wounded a firefighter. He also shot at U.S. Marshals. SI was a member of the Nine Trey Gang under the Bloods umbrella. The, the regional fugitive task force had come to arrest him for a probation violation. SI eventually emerged from his basement wearing a bulletproof vest, firing an AK-47, spraying bullets at the cops, firing into police cars and other houses in the Mariner's Harbor neighborhood. A real say hello to my little friend moment. Uh, police returned fire and killed him. Uh, you, you probably know about SI because you're street, Nate. I'm so street. I'm so hood. Yeah. Uh, you. Uh, so you're. Uh, are, are you a member of the Bloods or? I uh, well, when I was like 11 and uh, you know too into rap music, I learned how to make the sign with my hands. Uh-huh. But I think the the. Well, you're the closest thing to a blood here. I think then. the yeah, like the actual like uh, you know induction process is different from that. I think. Mm. Than just learning how to twist your fingers up and make the word blood. Okay, you know? yeah. Well, we'll have a picture of that on. Sure, uh, absolutely. Uh, you want to see a professional do it? One hundred percent. A white hand making a blood the sign. Guy. Now, the white uh, guy from the suburbs. You, uh, uh, you know, I mean, like, uh, do, do you sympathize with the uh, the lifestyle here? You know, I mean, this guy's trying to get back on his feet. He's been in prison. He's done his time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, best just... way to stay out of prison is to own a AK-47 in New York City. There's no, uh, <laughs> there's no better way to stay out of the clink than uh, to. Uh, how far away are we from a bulletproof shirt, by the way? Why is it all vests? <laughs> this guy is in a hail of gunfire with bare arms. Right. Or you know, for like all the hot. 20-year-old hipsters, a bulletproof crop top. A bullet, yes, absolutely. Yeah, sure. yeah like a bulletproof fedora, maybe. <laughs> right, top sure. it off with, you know, maybe some bulletproof chaps. Why not, you know? Why not? Uh, you know, we're, we're accessorizing everybody. here, you know, throw in a belt. Sure. You got a whole, you got a little outfit, you know, and, 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 and you're bulletproof. It's uh, hours before the shootout. Tyree seemed calm as he spoke to a DNA info reporter over the phone. I don't know what they want, he said. They just kicked in my door. 
uh, Tyree, an ex-con known as SI. Mm-hmm. He served, uh, I guess, SI for Staten Island. Staten Island Sports Illustrated. I mean, even a, even yeah. if you um, live on Staten Island, do you really want to be named after it? It's it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not like a quality association, you know. For Christ's sake, no man is an island, and if you're going to be one, <laughs> don't be Staten. The assumption and not think it might be super innocent. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that is my bias and my privilege showing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for checking. It. My <laughs> super innocent man. My reporting on this story is problematic. It's true. Uh, yeah. Nobody's innocent on that island. <laughs> he did do some time, uh, like uh, uh, over ten years uh, on uh, like a robbery thing, and he, he he'd been away for uh, violating his probation as well. They already locked him back up for that once. After he had gotten out, and he said, he, he told a judge, he's like, look, I don't, want, I don't want anybody knocking on my door anymore. I'm tired of federal agents knocking on my door. Uh, he spoke to hostage negotiators for a little while until he told him his phone was running out of battery. I like, a, I like an ex-con who's pushy, you know, like an ex-con who can't be bothered by right. this. It's like, the, listen, haven't we done enough here? This is, I did ten years, and I know you have to check up on me legally, but you're annoying me. Yes. You co- the cops are annoying. Yeah, don't, don't just enough is enough. What do I need to do? <laughs> draw a, he says, draw a firm line. And he's like, well, yeah, there's one. There is. There is. <laughs> there's a couple things I need to do. I need to lose this automatic machine gun that yeah, I carry around. Yeah, an arsenal in your basement. <laughs> Let's start with that. Am I stupid for thinking it would be cool to have the cops knock in my door? Well, not stupid. Just unreasonable. Well, I think it would be cool. I'm with you. I think it would be cool. There's you know, that. Because did there's... you ever see The Fugitive? Right. It was really exciting. There's also that Biggie song, Kicking the Door, Waving the 4-4. You know, that sounds exciting. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Like lay in a hospital bed with the bleep? Yeah. Bleep. You know, I'd rather go down in a hail of bullets than that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just, Just to totally see right. what it feels like. It looks like it feels, you know, bad, but uh, sudden. You know? Uh, he set off a, a exciting. He set off a smoke grenade while he had them in there too. Where, where did he get all of this stuff? <laughs> Probably Tennessee at a fireworks uh, store. Okay. There on the well, interstate. That know? was very specific. <laughs> <laughs> that was. <laughs> Uh, probably Paul's, probably Paul's <laughs> gun store in uh, Route 7, Oh, yeah, that'd be Tennessee. exit 157, <laughs> sure, yeah. 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 When I was a kid on Staten Island, we all had smoke grenades. <laughs> <laughs> they sell up at the hardware store. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole section, you know, for your, for your, for your home arsenal. Uh, police had earlier gone to his home, uh, he, and he smoked him out. Firefighters came to investigate the smoke. You'd think that the cops could have just said, yeah, he set off a grenade. That's what that was. <laughs> you don't need to go in there. You don't need to go in there. All right, go ahead. 53-year-old Lieutenant James Hayes shot in the left calf in the buttock because he went in there. Uh, it says uh, Tyree, I'm a person that takes life as it comes. You know, he is. He's a person who takes out fucking firefighters yeah, as they he's, come. He's living it an inch at a time. That's true. I yeah. mean, taking it easy. He says he's at peace. He posted on Facebook, "Today I die," and then, sure enough, <laughs> went out and tried to shoot at the cops with a machine gun. I hope he didn't have like a typo in it. That would be so embarrassing. Well, it was, he kept it short. Die, die it. Gonna cut back on carbs. Or maybe use one of those cool Facebook stickers. Yeah, I would have just uh, like the, the the fish that's wearing a suit for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah exactly. Twenty two hours later, it had gotten twenty nine likes, sixty eight comments, two hundred and seventy five shares. That's a lot of shares. Yeah. To do is just say today I'm gonna die. And people share the shit out of that. Yeah. You gotta back it up though. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, no, you'll never get that many shares again. Like what happened last time? Yeah, you wore the bulletproof vest. This guy, this the man who cried today I die. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he did. 
but I, I thought it was funny that he Keep told him he told the hostage negotiators, "Oh, I, 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 my phone's out of battery." <laughs> they actually come walk up to the house with another phone. That's like, like, it's like he's home. He, he's got, uh, he's got smoke grenades and and he's got a charger. <laughs> he uses the same excuse that I use um, when my parents call. Right. Oh, I'm in a dead yeah, spot. Works on I them. can't. I can't. Yeah, God, I Continue this conversation. I'm on my way out to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, but he said, well, they they brought his mom then, you know, oddly enough. And uh, he says uh, of his mother, my mom raised me right. She always told me I'm never going to get a fair shake in this country. Wait. <laughs> Not if you don't have a charger. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> My mom raised me right, instilled me with a sense of no fairness at all, and then uh, you so plug they, the phone in before you go to bed. That's, she, the, that's what she failed to teach him. She uh, would talk to him for three minutes, and then uh, that was it. She left, and he said, uh, and that's when he came out. They thought he was going to come out. He goes, "Just go tell him I'm going to come out." And then he came out gun blazing, and that was the end of that. He, by the way, was an author as well. He wrote a book. He, he got a book published called "The Tra Trey's Way." It's a book about being a gangster, how to make money. How to make money being a gangster. Gang it's banned. It it's banned in Attica, and it's banned in New Mexico. Have you read it? Of, well, yeah, of course. Haven't I read all gangster books? <laughs> I haven't read a book. I don't have to, You think I have time? I can't read books. It would compromise my integrity as a journalist. <laughs> Queen's mother is accused of murdering her baby. Police say 21-year-old Rashida Chowdhury. Am I, do you think I'm saying that right? No. All right. How do you think it goes? Chowdhury? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> even know the name. I'm just going to assume you're, you're wrong. A Ramana Clay, Rashida Chowdhury, eventually admitted uh, during questioning that she threw him out of a fourth floor window. She told cops she tipped him out of the window, a police source said. Uh, Chowdhury tossed her 19-year-old son out of a window and into a courtyard where it was found by a neighbor. Uh, who'd heard the sound of a child hitting the ground. We all know that we chilling all know that. sound. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's that's, a very, it's a that's my ringtone. Uh, well, she said... <laughs> I said it as an alarm, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, good for a text, just that one thump. <laughs> Hold on, I think I'm getting a thumbs <laughs> She said, charged with second-degree murder uh, of a victim less than 11 years old, and uh, she initially told detectives that a demon entered the newborn and that he flew out the window. And uh, something didn't smell right there. They followed up on that. They followed up. Yeah, well, they decided. Open and shut case. We've seen, we've seen this before, <laughs> and we have been seeing a lot of demons around here. <laughs> hey, Wait, there's uh, no claw marks on this baby. <laughs> I thought the headline was the best. It was uh, the uh, it was okay. If you can imagine this headline, toss slay mom, then colon tot possessed. So she says that You're this right. is according to toss slay mom tot possessed. That's a great that that sums up the story in in fucking yeah. five words. They really just don't want more than one syllable, yeah. do they? <laughs> toss slay uh, mom. Let's not let's not confuse they, anybody. They I mean they really they they know their audience. Yeah. It's snappier than accused child murderer. Yeah. It is snappier than that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's, that was so cumbersome you couldn't even get it out. <laughs> but if it was Tosley mom, top possessed. A shamed ex-cop, embarrassed as fuck, with good reason, skulked out of Brooklyn Supreme Court, hiding his face behind a creepy Halloween mask. 35-year-old Delphin Lantigua. 
he hid for more than an hour in a hallway before breezing past uh, photographers wearing a weird skull mask and his suit jacket over his head. That's a sure way to, to you know, be inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. You put on a skull mask and a fucking jacket over your head. Yeah, well, they're like, where's that cut? Oh, it's just some skull guy walking by. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's the, oh, that's Skeleton Man hey, leaving. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, Skull Jacket. Uh, did you see the? You see this cop that was trying to? There he goes. Uh, Hard times with the people making the Richard Nixon mask. That, yeah. should, that seems like this would be like the perfect time for that, right? Totally, you know, yeah, yeah. bank robberies and this. That's what you use it for. Right? I am. I am not a creep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he uh, this guy is is kind of a creep. He he uh, he told this woman that he was going to uh, expedite her paperwork and help her become a cop faster for three things: a thousand dollars cash, she had to sleep with him, and he wanted a pair of her panties for keeps. Listen, I went. <laughs> I went to I went to high school with a lot of assholes. I don't know anyone who wants to be a cop that bad. I don't who would go through all of that. You know, just like just. Like your your pain, all this yeah. stuff. Sleeping with sleeping with a cop, first of all. Yeah. Awful. First of all, you got to sleep with him. Delphin Lantigua, father of three. So you got that on your conscience. Thousand dollars <laughs> cash you're paying to sleep with this guy. This is to get your paperwork done faster. What's the, what's this is the, to expedite it. What's the most amount of money anyone here would pay to sleep with a cop? Do you think? Is that a thousand? Is that? Do you think it would go as high as a thousand? <laughs> it's four four digits. Right. Yeah, okay. That's a lot. Not. I mean, you know, sure. Sure. I'm not, I'm not rolling in the Bitcoin here. <laughs> pair of panties. You'd give a pair of panties to expedite your paperwork, wouldn't you? I gave away like ten pairs of panties already today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Currency <laughs> for yes. someone. It's true. Guys, I don't. I don't want them to go oh, buy drugs. It. Yeah. Okay. So I say, here you go. This one's ripe. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Hey, this man, one's ripe. Yeah. Miss, they see. Miss. They see her coming. She's like, oh, 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 hey, Mandy, Mandy. <laughs> Miss, I'm saving up for a pair of panties. Don't. Uh, well, I want to. I don't think you're actually going to use this money for panties. So let me let me give you these panties. Uh, I want to see you use the panties. Yeah, she looks, she's got her leftover panties in a box. <laughs> Half eaten. <laughs> you know who always eats panties is um dogs. Dogs. My dad's guide dog would always um be eating up my panties. It was kind of fucked up. Did you grow up in a junkyard? What? <laughs> he wasn't eating them. He was fetching them for your dad. <laughs> Go bring me those panties, boy. You bring me them panties. Uh, he's a uh, Skeletor there. He had contacted her and tried to get, uh, tried, tried to get her to go for this deal. They found panties in his locker when they arrested him. Three pairs of panties. Smelly, nasty, skid-marked, pussy-smelling panties. Mm-hmm. They found them. Uh, that was, those those were not adjectives out of the paper. I just assume. <laughs> it's not, yeah, too many <laughs> syllables. I know. Um, I mean, why would you have like clean, pristine? You know, fucking. He took a plea deal in April, pleading guilty to felony bribery charges in exchange for five years probation. He has to go to sex addiction uh, sex addiction counseling now for uh, six months. Isn't a real thing according to the DSM for? You say sex addiction is not a real thing. Mm-hmm. But hypersexuality is. Okay, what's the difference? I don't know. Like, you just really want to fuck people with. But if you, but if you quit, there's, maybe? there's like no withdrawal, right? You don't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no, don't have, you don't have, you no this have guy like a, really wants to fuck chicks. You know, <laughs> like a lot. 
You know, how, like you sort of do like a little bit. He's so straight. He's like, boy, I gotta. <laughs> Is he gonna wear the skull through the whole probation? <laughs> the skull mask through everything. Just he show to, up. He wants to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> show up to the meetings. I actually talked to the guy who took the photo in the article, um, and uh, it's J M um, Mantel's name on there. And, and somebody commented on an Instagram thing that I should get this guy as a guest. He said really funny and everything. And I asked the guy, he's like, sure, okay. And so I go, like, okay, cool. And uh, we emailed, and then he emailed back, and he goes, before I had a chance to respond the second time, he goes, uh, I, I just listened to your podcast. Uh, a little aggressive. Can't do it. <laughs> Not interested. Oh, and he passed. Nice. This is the guy who takes, took the picture of the skull jacket guy. You think, yeah, you think he'd be a little more hard into this stuff. He works at the Post? Yes. <laughs> Dude, you got to think about how you live in your life. <laughs> You're too aggressive for the post. Well, I mean, Laker. You're against those arbiters of good taste, the post. We are offended. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're aggressive. You're aggressive. <laughs> yeah. You're a good you aggressive hear that? photographer. New York Post? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take that. Take that. I'm going to add it Who's all this You're aggressive. You no, suck. He's, this guy, he could have gotten up to seven years, Dolphin Lantigua, but he didn't. Uh, Jamaica, Queens. Pix11 has a story of a bus terminal where there's a lot of K2 going on. Young men smoking synthetic marijuana going into convulsions at the bus station. Sure, it's glamorous, but is it all it's cracked up to be? The security guard says he's been watching people collapse there since January. One young man went into convulsions and shot some white stuff out of his mouth. That's called spitting. I'm not sure it's drug related. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at today is a little investigation. Is a little. We're gonna actually all smoke K2 together. Okay. Great. Yes. I love that stuff. So it's, yeah, well, it's a little. Is it I mean, named for the mountain or? No, it's no. uh, it's yeah. Uh, is that what it's? That's why they call yeah, it K two. Yeah, get you high like uh, high, like, on... uh, like the highest mountain that kills people. But it's uh, the synthetic. Is this illegal? Well, it is. It is illegal. You know, because he's you know he's a recovering you know recovering alcoholic. You know, then you go to the meetings and be like, oh, I, I'm glad I stopped drinking, I'm, but I'm smoking all this weed. You're like, oh no, you can't do that. So then I figure I can go to the K two. No, no, no. But now that's illegal. <laughs> What, a, a, what a recovering alcoholic supposed exactly. to smoke? That's that. Uh, yeah, that was old timer. That was the old timer at the at the, in the twelve. No, no, no. None of that. You can't even do K two now. It's well, they spray it with chemicals. That's what it says. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's real weed that you spray with chemicals. Well, it's no, pope, you know, it's synthetic weed. Right? It's like it's like huffing something under your sink. You know, it's just like chemicals. It's just like smoke this. I mean, I'm in. I'll do, I'll the stuff that. looks like marijuana, but there's nothing. Bus? There's nothing organic about it. It's sprayed with chemicals, often manufactured in China, that create a high. Oh. Mm. You know, when you hear manufactured in China, you just yeah. go, ooh, you think, ooh, that's bad shit. Paint, right? <laughs> Sounds good. Keep it away from the kids. Yeah. Unlike the rest of the drugs. Which exactly. You just give them to the kids. kids all the time. Yeah. They fucking let them sell the drugs. <laughs> Who's? I mean, the, the owner of a mobile home, uh, mobile phone store, Boost, said he's getting fed up with seeing young men begging for money outside his door. The past few months, I've been complaining to my landlord, I want to leave. Business is dropping. Oh, shit. We got to get the K2 up the streets before it ruins Boost Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a lot of overlap there, I would imagine. I had Boost no Mobile. idea, yeah, how how personal this story was going to become. <laughs> I'm canceling my Boost Mobile if you keep uh... 
Legalize, you know, legalize K2. Legalize K2. Let's legalize the shit. At least medical K2. At least medical. Yeah. There's a medical use for convulsions. I think that's what it is. I think that medical marijuana is coming in, and big marijuana is what it is. They're saying, saying, you got to get rid of this uh, synthetic uh, dope. I really think that's it. I think that's why the crackdown is... And it goes all the way to the top. Goes all the way to Bratton. (laughs) Bratton's got money invested in in the weed people. I think he, I think he's got his money bet on them. This is none of this shit happened when Ray Kelly was around. <laughs> <laughs> well, things have changed. Uh, the terminal manager said that uh, she's often calling for ambulances between one and five times, one, between one and five times a day, a week, uh, a day. One between one and five times a day since January, she calls an ambulance. <laughs> Not for the K two, just because. Just, <laughs> just, just, just say she likes the, you know, she likes the noises it makes. You know, it's, it's, bus terminal manager. I like to pretty, see it go woo woo woo. You know, that's uh, that's all right. Lo- lonely, stupid people. Probably <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna hang around a bus terminal all day, you know, you gotta. I mean, what, you want to be on some kind of synthetic, you know, something, drug. something dipped in formaldehyde, something. Some, I mean, I can't, you know, you can't just go through your day. Fun of people who take buses. Oh, I've taken buses. I've taken a bus. I, it's it's the worst. It's the worst of me. It's the wor- It's like that's my bottom. Yeah. I took a bus from Des Moines to Chicago. You took a bus from Des Moines to, to Chicago. Yeah. Is that a long ride? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know geography. I'm, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like um, eight hours. Yeah. It was when I was dating my ex-husband and I was working at the Des Moines Register. Yeah, that fucking garbage uh, fucking first husband. <laughs> Could say send you a plane ticket money there. Pat Dixon, unbiased reporting. Yeah. That's, uh, this is... That's a good he let you come up on the fucking bus? Yeah, what the fuck? What an asshole. Jeez. I took a bus down to, to uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania from here. That's where they make the office. It was 15 hours by bus. <laughs> it wasn't. It was, just felt like it. You got to pick a, a lot of stops. A lot of people trying to get to Scranton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a rattly trip. In the Bronx, a 60-year-old robbery victim was arrested by police responding to his call. The details of his arrest are sealed, however. He was probably arrested because he was reporting the robbery of his weed and gun. Yeah, they stole my weed and gun. And then uh, he called the police. Uh, around uh, 11.15 a.m., two males knocked on the victim's door. He told them they were police officers. And from the complaint, here's what it says. Uh, once inside, they handcuffed the victim and threatened him with a firearm. Uh, the suspects then fled the location with the victim's personal property. Still no indication they weren't actual cops. Uh, the victim called The victim called <laughs> 911. Cops arrived and confronted the suspects in a rear alleyway. They arrested one, the other one got away, but aban- abandoned the black, va- the black bag, and that's where the gun was, gun and the weed. So uh, lucky for him, uh, they didn't also steal his hard drive with all the kitty porn. <laughs> 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 and all the other incriminating evidence that he had in there. Anybody? Well, <laughs> I mean, listen. I mean, right is right. You still shouldn't be able to take a guy's gun and weed, even if he's not supposed to have the gun and weed. Totally. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, they Wait. broke the law. Well, did he at least get the weed back? It's <laughs> not. I mean, keep no. the gun. Give him the weeds. Give just him a, a fine. You can have the gun or the weed. Oh, I'm taking gun. Yeah. I'm taking because you, you can more, get more weed you with get the more gun. Weed. You have a gun. Yeah. Depends how much weed it was. <laughs> Right. Yeah. 
The men in Manhattan Supreme Court, the two sisters who tricked, tied up, and robbed an 85-year-old sugar geezer. That's in a lost episode of uh, Sister, Sister, by the way. <laughs> Both pleaded guilty to one count of robbery in exchange for lighter sister sentences. But 18-year-old Shayna Foster, evil twin who masterminded the caper, got the worst of it. Grinned at court, got five years in prison. She took full responsibility. Uh, the other twin, uh, Shalane, she pled guilty to robbery. Same thing. Uh, sentenced to one and a third to four years in prison. And plus, he gave her this youthful offender status. And, uh, and, and the judge refused to extend that same courtesy to the, the evil twin. <laughs> Justice Michael Obas told the defendant, this is a case where far worse results could have happened if the victim hadn't been rescued. Well, that's, that's every case, right? Where did they try this? That, that was the accent of the judge. That's how all judges they, talk on New York City Crime Report. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you're, you're being extradited to Louisiana, unfortunately, yes. so you must, uh, well, you must go down we, there. Well, this is an important case. <laughs> they all chew on cigars. scheme, though, to get money from an 85-year-old dude on a sugar daddy website. Well, yeah, but the problem is they killed the golden geezer. You know what I mean? Oh, he died? Well, no, but they still don't get to keep going back. It's not like he enjoyed it. I love the picture of How this guy. How do you know he didn't enjoy it? Because he, you know, laid there and crapped himself uh, for like 15 hours. And he's 85 years old, you know? They, they could have they, If they just would have sucked his dick, they'd have been fine. I think he probably I mean, this had... is the picture of the guy. Where yeah. <laughs> they, they, they find... Did you ever see the guy? Yes. That's the guy, Paul Aaron. That's from the... What are you talking about? That guy was having a ball. Look how happy he is. <laughs> he's wearing a Rudolph, like Christmas Santa hat, and he's holding this little dog. And he's got—he's he's grinning from crease to crease in his face. I know I mean, a girl who was. Um, uh, she was asked to have a three-way with, um, uh, and uh, she was going to, but then it just smelled too much like poop. So she couldn't do it. Oh, oh well, oh. you know, Jeez. Yeah, she's never gonna have a career. You know, it's uh, you gotta, you know. Was she gonna get? You gotta eat some dicks. You know, was, was this gonna be for payment or just for fun? Just for fun. I mean, just like a Thursday. Oh yeah, then get know? out of there. Probably like best. Smell of shit costs money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a rich dude. He should pay. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those wink, wink. You know, three-way oh. things where it's like, oh, suddenly she's got a show, you know. Oh. The, you know, yeah, I, I can stomach the smell of poop for a show <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. That's worst, how worst week uh, ever, maybe. <laughs> how I Met Your Mother. That's how I got, that's how it got made. <laughs> oh, like, for Christ's sake. Yeah, two and a half men. The whole, the whole, the whole slate. Well, the older men, they just want sex, and the gold diggers want the money, so they, so they meet up on SeekingArrangements.com. LongTermProstitution.com would be a better name for it, in my opinion. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's the way it works. It's like the Times Square mascots. They can't uh, directly ask for the money, but you know what? Uh, they expect it. They can challenge you to a fist fight if you don't give it to them. If they can do that. You off? Are they what? Are they sucking you off? What are you talking about? Oh, I just thought you were saying it was prostitution. No, 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 no. Well, you you got to keep up with the analogy. Spider-Man was groping young girls. That happened. Elmo did that too, right? Elmo got a little handsy. Uh, and, there uh, was a couple of Elmo problems because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's more than one. Right. There was a Woody who grabbed somebody, and then there was a, uh, what do you call it, a cookie monster. I think. Oh, no, no, Mario. Mario grabbed a grandma. Right. Speaking of Times Square mascots. <laughs> Do not feed the mascots. 
<laughs> uh, well, one more thing. Uh, you know, they found out. You, you, did you guys follow Mr. Talented? We talked about Mr. Talented, right? That was I believe a guy. so. Mr. Talented was a guy who uh, he was an artist, and and he was a guy who lived his life as a true artist. He he uh, he went. He called himself Mr. Talented. He had a blog, by the way. Check this blog out: Mr. Talented Word uh, dot WordPress dot com. That's all the WordPresses. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mr. dot WordPress dot com. He felt rejected by women, mostly Asian women. He said he he was he spoke to like fifteen hundred of them. And then uh, at once, and then yeah, at once, yeah, uh, no, not at once. No. Uh, you just scream them? out at Flushing downtown, like, "Hey, <laughs> who wants to fuck? <laughs> Nobody." <laughs> Going once. <laughs> He's not related to the comedian Talent, is that right? No. Uh, Mr. Talented, his name was Tyrell Shaw, but he would hit them in the face. He would like go away and come back, hit him in the face. Uh, it was a hammer that he had in the bag. It turned out because he had a he had a, in, inside a bag a plastic bag. I'm summarizing quickly here. Uh, it would it hit him in the face with his bag. Well, it turned out, and then he committed suicide. Oh no! Yeah, he had a great he had a great uh, so, suicide story too. I tell you what, this guy was amazing. Uh, and and uh, listen to the episode before for for some more complete coverage on this. But I mean, the guy was truly, truly a visionary. A visionary. Yeah. Uh, he, he found uh, next to his body. There was a hammer found in a bag along with a cell phone and the suicide letter at his feet after his body was discovered. Now, uh, they, he hung himself in the basement of 766 Madison Avenue. Uh, he says, hello, world. I'm moments away from leaving my human body. This was his last entry, I guess. You know, mm -hmm. I discovered a way to make another person murder me without even knowing it. I've tied a noose to the bottom of an elevator, and I'm patiently waiting until someone goes up... <laughs> and, then it, <laughs> and then it breaks off mysteriously. It says, until someone goes up and leaves me hanging. Uh, by the way, in all caps post, what a drama queen. Right. Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, while you're just waiting for the, your neck to be jerked off, you know. Uh, and he was wearing, uh, this was the best part, a silver space suit. So, that's Mort calling Orson. <laughs> <laughs> NASA program. <laughs> nice nod to the defunct it's like NASA. It could be like performance art. Like he represents. Yeah. This guy truly is talented. I, uh, he's, he named himself well. It was his stink that gave him away. Uh, the super, uh, you yeah. know. Was he trying to keep this a secret? He's, a, <laughs> he's <laughs> blogging about it. I'm at 766 <laughs> Madison <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, you know, this guy did. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, 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 he truly, I have to say, to, to take yourself out this way, it takes a lot of uh, ingenuity. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, he was trying to hit these women in the nose so they'd stop doing cocaine, by the way. That was the whole idea. He called it the nose game. He said, I the nose to, game? I want them to stop doing cocaine so that they can, you know, talk to me. He was, I, I guess this is... It's sound logic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he figured that the reason that any Asian woman would reject him was because they must be on cocaine. You know, it's so hard to exactly. get someone on cocaine to talk to you, you know? It's, it's uh, a, they yeah. don't, they're not going to go out of their way to say something that you don't care about or talk about one of their harebrained ideas or just, you know, corner you at a party and just really <laughs> ruin your night, you know? <laughs> cocaine, it just doesn't go together like that. Yeah. <laughs> White awakies. White awakies. He was probably suspicious because wow. of those surgical no, masks no. they were wearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're just trying not to get sick. 
It's you know why they wear them because we all smell like uh, dairy to them. You know, the, yeah. to to the Chinese, they got a name for us. It's butter stinker. What? Butter stinker. That's what Asian people call us. All right, I'm going to take that as gospel and not even not even do any follow up on that. Sure, that's, no, that's consider re- that rumor spread. Do your research, <laughs> and it's it's iffy, but uh, no, it's supposed to be out there. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Never seen him. Uh, so, uh, hey, Laker, you still at the creek once a month or once a week? Yeah, I'm there on Wednesdays, Wednesdays at ten o'clock. Yeah, you see the show, and also you should be listening to this week in Jackin. If you're not listening to this week in Jackin, absolutely, and Great podcast. Uh, it's a fun podcast to say even. Yes, this week in Jackin, <laughs> it is. It's fun to say. He has eleven podcasts. There's heteronormative. This week in Jackin, there's uh, the fundamental uh, Jackie and Chris hour. That doesn't a, exist. That doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, just listen to this week in Jackin. That's all I ask for people. <laughs> That's all I ask for. And if you if you find yourself in the in, in, you know listening to other things that you know you go to chrislaker.com or everyone can suck my dick.com. Both go to the same place, but the but other type one. Type in everyone can suck my dick. But, yeah, that's a fun one to. And you can email me at suck my dick at everyone can suck my dick. Dot com. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in that email address. <laughs> and Nate, uh, at Beauty Bar. You could, yeah, you could catch me at uh, Beauty Bar every Sunday night at nine, and then the first Saturday of every month at the Creek in the Cave for Dark Spots. What a great show! That was so yeah. well attended. Yeah, you've uh, you, you written up in Time Out New York or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. we've uh, been promoting it. It's been great. And follow me at, at Nate Fritzen on Twitter at N A T E F R I D S O N. And a woman who needs no introduction, uh, the news whore, Mandy Statler, Statmiller. <laughs> <laughs> you you could I use could, an introduction to her, I think. The, maybe. the news whore. That's not right. It's just news whore, Mandy Statmiller. Uh, you like the news whore? Mandy Statler. <laughs> it's follow you where? At Mandy Stat, S-T-A-D-T, and people can go to uh, tinyurl.com slash dear TMIRES to uh, read all about a burgeoning relationship. Okay, sounds interesting. And uh, and, and there's uh, News Horror, of course, on Riotcast, right? Yeah, that's great. I just um, had uh, the first porn star going to space, um, and she also put her arm all the way up inside um, a man and could feel his heartbeat. Oh, for Christ's wow. sake. What's the world coming to, man? They're putting women into space. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks uh, to our audience for being here, our studio audience. Hey, guys, yeah. thanks for being here. Nice. Oh, boy. You guys are the best. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.